0: Everyone, you're going to hear another great speech by Donald Trump, President Donald Trump. Will he be the president again? I guess we'll see. But obviously, this is a very important speech here because this would be his first speech after the Roe v. Wade thing is overturned. So make sure you listen to that. Um, hope you enjoy it. And thank you all again. God bless you all. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this. We know President Trump's speech are being blocked. They're being censored, they're being hidden, they're being shadow banned. But if you ever just want to hear his side of the story, right, uh, here it is. Thank you all.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. And hello, Illinois. This is great to be with you, Mary. I'm thrilled to be back in... The American heartland with thousands of proud, hardworking American patriots. You are unbelievable. You built this country. You built this country. Remember that. Five months from now, the people of your great state are going to vote to fire the radical left Democrats. You are going to send Ultra Maga. She's Ultra Maga. They gave us a great name congresswoman mary miller to fight for you in washington she's great you're going to elect an incredible slate of rock solid courageous conservatives up and down the ballot and together we are going to end nancy pelosi she's crazy we're going to end her political career once and for all looks like it's coming to an end it better come to an end She's been so bad for our country. So before we begin, we've got some very big news, don't we? We have very big news. Maybe the biggest, right from the United States Supreme Court. Yesterday, the court handed down a victory for the Constitution, a victory for the rule of law, and above all, a victory for life. This breakthrough is the answer to the prayers of millions and millions of people. And these prayers have gone on for decades. For decades and decades they've been praying, and now those prayers have been answered to the generations of Americans in the pro-life movement as well as countless constitutional conservatives. Your boundless love, sacrifice, and devotion has finally been rewarded in full. Congratulations and great time. As a candidate in 2016, do you remember that? We did better the second time, but let's not say that. Did a lot better the second time. We did a lot better in 2020. I promised to nominate judges and justices who would stand up for the original meaning of the Constitution and who would honestly and faithfully interpret the law as written. We got almost 300 federal judges and three great Supreme Court justices confirmed to do exactly that. And thanks to the courage found within the United States Supreme Court, this long divisive issue will be decided by the states and by the American people. That's the way it should have been many, many years ago, and that's the way it is now. So congratulations. As for the Republican Party, we are today the party of life, and we are the party of everyone. We're the party of everyone. Thank you very much. We believe that every precious child is born and unborn is the sacred gift from God. We also had a great victory in the United States Supreme Court two days ago for supporters of a thing called the Second Amendment. Has anyone ever heard of the Second Amendment? I told you when I started my campaign that I will protect the Second Amendment, and nobody has protected it like me. And I especially want to commend the justices for standing strong in the face of outrageous threats and even violence. You've been seeing what's been going on. There's never been a time like this. The left-wing campaign of terror directed at the Supreme Court in recent months is unlike anything in the history of our country. The attempted assassination of Justice Kavanaugh, the illegal intimidation of justices' homes and The radical left's violent terrorist attacks on pro-life centers were a frontal assault on our republic. That's what they should be investigating. This was an organized and concentrated effort to threaten the court and interfere with its decisions. But the justices stood their ground against these extremists and these terrorists, and they did not back down. Congratulations and thank you. To this day, the leaders of the Democrat Party have failed to forcefully condemn the violence and threats and hold the perpetrators accountable. There could be no greater illustration of the two-tiered system of justice. We've never had anything like what's going on right now that we have in our country than the fact that at the very moment the radical Democrats were staging a ridiculous fake trial over January 6th. Their party leaders are saying nothing about the violent intimidation of the United States Supreme Court. They refuse to talk about it. They refuse to do anything. As you have seen, the vile group of unhinged partisans and craven lunatics on the unselect committee are pushing a fake and fabricated narrative based on doctored video lies and testimony that is totally uncontested by cross-examination, the lies are unbelievable. It's a disgrace to our country. A bunch of rhinos get up, they're gonna make their name big for a day. Everything they're showing is ripped utterly out of context, such as when Liz Cheney, a real loser she is, Cut out. <laughs> cut out the part of my quote in a speech that I made, a certain speech, that said, that their voices should be heard peacefully and patriotically. She left those words out. Would you say that's nice? She left them out. It's a sham. Think of that. She left out the words peacefully and patriotically. Why aren't they investigating massive election fraud and irregularities instead of investigating the people who want to get to the bottom of a rigged and stolen election? And why didn't Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of Washington, D.C., accept my offer on January 3rd, three days before, of 10,000 soldiers or National Guard or more to protect the Capitol? You know, they are in charge of security. And they said, she's off bounds. We don't ask her any questions. If they had sent those soldiers, even if they had sent 1,000, not 10,000 or 20,000, January 6th would not be January 6th as we know it, but they won't talk about it. They refuse to mention that, and she re- they refuse to mention the election fraud and all of the alleg- irregularities. There has never been anything like what took place in 2020. They used COVID to rig and steal an election. It's all just a continuation of the fake Russia, Russia, Russia scam. Impeachment hoax number one. Impeachment hoax number two. And the fake Mueller investigation. Remember, after two and a half years, no collusion. We found no collusion. 18 angry Democrats, all prosecutors, they found no collusion. Two and a half years. The Russia hoax was the greatest in history. There's never been anything like it in the history of our country where they totally fabricated and made up stories that didn't exist. They spied on my campaign. They got caught. Even Adam Shifty Schiff made up lies about Congressman Jim Jordan, who's a great person and a great, great political leader, and others. And totally fabricated a partnership with the fake news media on my absolutely perfect, it was a perfect phone call with the Secretary of State of Georgia. He fabricated what I said. When the critics like to say my administration, despite all of our incredible accomplishments, and we've added some big ones last week, was somewhat chaotic. They love to say that. They don't tell you that we were under fake investigations for long before I got into the Oval Office. They started even before I won. These investigations were fake. And they said, just in case, we're going to start them. They used it for the election. And when we won the election, they said, let's carry it forward. Russia, 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 total hoax. So we had to beat the investigations and at the same time rebuild our country. And just think of it, with all that was going on, including the hatred and venom and falsified statements and facts, we had one of the most successful presidencies in history, including an economy. That was the envy of the world. Thank you. Thank you. It's always got a little, got to have a little chaos when you're getting served subpoenas all the time. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. The Unselect Committee. Do you like that name? The Unselect. I came up with that one. Of course, every time I say that, they say, no, actually, in 100 years ago, somebody else came up with that term. No, I think I came up with it. And fake news is another one, right? That was a good one. That's not strong enough, though. It's more than fake news. It's corrupt news. The Unselect Committee of Political Thugs is vivid proof that, as we work to defeat the radical left, we also have to defeat the backstabbers and the dreadful rhinos like Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, another beauty. And these rhinos are in many ways worse than the Democrats because you don't really know where they're coming from. You know, you don't know where they're coming from. Kinzinger, by the way, is out. He quit. Almost all of the impeachers are gone. You know, the 10 impeachers? We won a big one the other day. He got slaughtered. Name is Rice from South Carolina. He was out. He was out. He's gone. He's gone. He said, I had no idea that when I voted for impeachment, I was committing political suicide. Never forget everything this corrupt establishment is doing to me is all about preserving their power and control over the American people. If I renounced my beliefs, which I won't do, if I agreed to stay silent, if I stayed at home, if I said that a corrupt election was wonderful, the persecution would stop immediately. They'd say, good luck, let's go on to the next victim. But I can't do that because I love our country far, far too much. And remember, they're coming after me because I'm standing up for you. And they're coming after you. Believe me, they're coming up for you. They're coming after you. There's only one true America first Republican in the race for the 15th district. And that's an incredible woman, somebody I've got to know very well. She's been with me from day one. No bad back statements, you know, saying bad things about me two years ago, three years ago, one year ago. Her name is... Mary Miller high-quality person Mary is a warrior for our movement and our values she comes from a farming family a beautiful family in downstate Illinois she's a mom of seven I can't even believe that and a loving grandmother to 19 beautiful grandkids Mary is pro-life and extremely happy about two days ago. She's pro gun, so that makes her even happier. She's pro-police. She will not be defunding, I promise, the police. They wanted to fund the police. You know, they're trying to get off that, but they still they wanted to fund the police. Pro American energy and she's pro MAGA all the way. As an incredible representative for Illinois in Congress, Mary has fought tirelessly against Joe Biden's woke Department of Education, what they're doing to education, and demanded that they stop indoctrinating America's youth. With Mary, you get to elect a fearless America First patriot. That's what she is. She's about America First. She got it from the first moment she heard those beautiful words, America First, I wonder who thought up those words. No, you don't hear about it, because nobody thinks that way. Nobody thinks about America first. We're America last. You look at Biden. We're America last, okay? If you want to send a message to Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, crazy Nancy Pelosi and the fake news media, then this Tuesday you need to cast your vote for a truly wonderful person, Mary Miller, respected by everybody. Mary, come on up. Come on up.
0: so much, President Trump. It's such an honor to be able to welcome you to God's country. I'm... In front of this massive crowd that loves you, I'm so honored to have your endorsement. President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic Victory for life in the Supreme Court yesterday. Our victories for life and the Second Amendment would never have been possible if the never-Trump rhinos had gotten their way. I'm running against a rhino named Rodney Davis who betrayed conservatives. He betrayed us? By voting against President Trump in 2016, Rodney Davis betrayed us by supporting red flag gun confiscation and voting for the disgraceful January 6th Witch Hunt Commission. My friends, this race is between MAGA and a rhino establishment member. Don't you miss President Trump? We miss energy independence. As a farmer, those $6 a gallon diesel bills are painful. We miss border security. Friends, to save America, we need to elect America first conservatives to Congress. And then we need to get that weak and incompetent man out of the Oval Office and get President Trump back. I'm Congresswoman Mary Miller. I'm a proud Trump Republican, and I'm asking for your vote on this Tuesday, June 28th. Thank you, President Trump. God bless you.
1: Thank you. Great job. Thanks, Mary. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, go out and vote for Mary. You'll never be disappointed with Mary. She doesn't disappoint. People, and she loves you very much. Also with us this evening is the next governor of the great state of Illinois, Darren Bailey. Darren is just the man to take on and defeat one of the worst governors in America, J.B. Pritzker. He's of the world. I had a deal with this guy for a long time on COVID. He was as bad as anybody there is. He did a horrible job. He locked everybody in and locked them up. He was a disaster. His numbers are terrible. Everybody's fleeing your state. Okay? This is a disaster. And Darren is the opposite. I mean, but Darren did one thing that was very bad today. Should I tell him? So we're taking pictures, right? Do you know what I'm going to say, Darren? We're taking pictures backstage. And I wanted to say hello, because I'm hearing Darren's really doing a job. And we're standing up, and I'm shaking his hand. He said, sir, you have a hair coming down right in the middle. It was coming down. He said, here, let me get it, sir. And he grabbed it and ripped it out. I said, oh, um, I said, no, that's terrible. That was terrible. I'm still looking for that hair. He just ripped it out, which tells you a lot about Darren. There's no games, right? There's no games. Somebody else would have patted it gently back. He ripped it out. That's going to go down. That's going to be one I remember. We're still searching for that hair in the back. Darren is a farmer and he's a fighter and he has been an outstanding warrior and The Illinois State Senate, where he's totally, totally respected by all of them. He wants to cut your taxes. He wants to lower your regulations down to among the lowest in the country and make Illinois competitive again, because it is not competitive at all. And it's essentially the crime capital of the world when you look at what's happening. Can you believe it? Can you believe the numbers? You know... When I was doing Afghanistan, we were all set to get out with dignity and with pride and with strength. And I spoke to the leader of the Taliban, and I said, Abdul, don't ever do it. Don't do it, Abdul. Don't shoot our soldiers anymore, Abdul. Don't do it. 18 months, we didn't have one soldier shot or killed. Not even shot at. And then you look at Chicago, Will you have 38 a week where you have one weekend, a big weekend. They said, yeah, but that was a long weekend where 78 people were shot and numerous people died. And in Afghanistan, you don't have that. This was a war, and we didn't lose one American, think of it, during my term, not one American in 18 months. Darren is a fearless supporter of the Second Amendment and a tireless champion of religious liberty. He will crack down on the violent crime that is devouring our Democrat-run cities and restore the state of Illinois to greatness. Darren has my complete and total endorsement. Darren, come on up. Come on
2: ready to save America? Who's ready to save Illinois? Who's ready to support a president that's going to take this all back for us? I'm glad President Trump told the story about uh, his loose hair because here's the deal. I will not lie to anyone and I will not let anything go unnoticed. And when I see it, I will name it. And when we name it, We will fix it. And we have our work cut out for us here in Illinois, friends. I've made a promise to President Trump that in 2024, Illinois will roll the red carpet out for him because Illinois will be ready for President Trump. God bless Adams County. God bless you. God bless the state of Illinois. God bless President Trump, and God bless America. Thank you.
1: Wow, that's great. I think he's gonna do it. I dealt with this guy, Pritzker, and I'm telling you, it's so bad, so pathetic. So pathetic, he's got money. And that's about it. Got other things, too. They're not good. So good luck, Darren. Go do it. That'll be a big one. That's going to be watched. That's going to be watched. It's going to be a race. And you see what's happening. So I think you're going to win the primary very big. And I think you're going to go on and win the election. So we're going to be with you all the way. And Mary, you're going to go win that election. You're going to win the primary. You're going to win the election. We're also grateful to be joined by a very special person, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. Thank you, Lauren. And a man who's a true patriot, his name is Mike Lindell. Mike, thank you. Thank you, Mike. True patriot. With the help of many of the patriots with us this evening, over four incredible years, we achieved more than perhaps any administration in history we did it despite all of the things that were done to us compare how great america was just two years ago with the way it is today today it's not doing too good there was no inflation the war with russia going into ukraine would never have happened ever never would have happened and it didn't happen did it We had $1.87 per gallon gasoline. We had energy independence, and very soon we were going to be dominant with energy. We were going to be bigger than Russia and Saudi Arabia, combined by a lot. We were leaving Afghanistan with dignity and strength, not surrender and death. We had a completely rebuilt military with the addition of something that hasn't been done In 78 years, that's the addition of Space Force. Not since Air Force has this happened. So we had Air Force 78 years ago, and now we have Space Force, and it's going to be very important. We had the biggest tax cuts and the biggest regulation cuts ever in the history of our country. We had job numbers of 164 million people working. That's far more than we do today. You know, you read about these phony numbers about uh, unemployment. That's because people aren't looking for jobs, so they bring them way down. We had 164 million people working. You don't have anywhere close to that today. Joe Biden is the worst president in the history of our country. He's turning out to be a combination of Jimmy Carter and Herbert Hoover. That's what's happening. The election was rigged and stolen, and now our country is being systematically destroyed. Elections, as you know, have consequences. I ran twice, I won twice, and I did much better the second time than I did the first, getting millions and millions more votes than in 2016, and likewise getting far more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country. You believe it? And they say, oh, but you didn't quite make it. A guy beat you from the basement, right? One of the most urgent tasks for the Republican Party after this November will be to end the catastrophe Joe Biden has created on the southern border. Do you see what's happening? You know, the fake news media won't cover it. They never cover it. They don't show these massive caravans thousands and thousands and thousands of people pouring into our country hundreds of thousands of people a month numbers that are far greater than you hear they don't even cover it people are being released from prisons from all over the world last month 129 countries were represented by the people coming in we gave biden the most secure border in our country's history by far the most secure border that we ever had. I want to thank Tom Homan. He's been incredible. He helped us a lot. He helped us a lot. He's been great. We had some great people. Every, all they had to do is go to the beach and not do anything. I built the wall and then I completed a large additional section that we added to the wall. It could have been completed, finally completed in three weeks. We had to go through two and a half years of lawsuits brought about by the Democrats in Congress. But we won them all. But now, We have a total disaster on the border, like we've never seen before, and that includes drugs coming in, human trafficking, mostly in women. For each of the past three months, more illegal aliens have trespassed across our border than any month in the history of our country prior to the Biden administration. And this is becoming so sad an event for the Border Patrol. I watch watch Border Patrol people in ICE on television, and they're virtually crying in many cases. You know, they're proud and they want to do their job. Last year, Border Patrol encountered millions of illegal aliens breaking across our borders. And this year, the numbers are at least twice as high. It's caravan after caravan after caravan. And those people are put there by the countries because they figure we're stupid. They weren't doing that with us. They tried at the beginning, but it didn't last long. You know, we had three countries. Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador. We had three countries where we were giving them hundreds of millions of dollars a year, and they were sending a lot of bad people to us. And they wouldn't take back the people that closed their airports when we flew them in. They'd their lanes when the buses came in. You couldn't get them back. They said, sir, they won't take them back. I said, how much money do we pay them? About $710 million a year, sir. I said, good announced publicly, and I'm going to sign it immediately, we're not paying them anymore. So, so we stopped payment, as the expression goes. And about 24 hours later, I got three calls from those three countries, the heads of those countries. Sir, you've stopped payment of the money coming in when you're not taking back the people that left your country that you actually sent out, because they don't want the people to leave, they want the bad ones to leave, so we're getting the bad ones. They said, well, what do you want us to do? I said, you have to take everybody. When those planes come in, I want those airports to be nice and wide open. We're going to drop MS-13 back into your backyard. We're going to do everything. And you know what the answer was in all three cases? Sir, we would love to have those people back. It would be our great honor to have MS-13 come back into our country. So, uh, you know, it's just sad. It's so sad. What's happening to our country, the way it's being run. Yet instead of... Quickly deporting these illegal aliens, as we did under the Trump administration, under Biden. They're being flown around and unlawfully resettled all over the nation. All over the nation. And by the way, today it's hotter here than it is on the border. In fact, do you mind? Because I'm going to go home and the first lady is going to say, you were extremely warm today. I say, well, it's 100 degrees out. It is very warm out there. A little dab here and a little dab there. And back. You're back to being handsome again. It is hot. Is everybody okay? Everybody have water? Anybody need some water or anything? Somebody said, sir, we can put this off till next week or the week after. I said, are you crazy? The people of Illinois, we happen to have a couple of other states well represented here. This is a big crowd. Look where that crowd goes. You know, the fake news media never shows crowds. They never shows. They never show crowds. I wish they would have shown the crowd that was there on January 6th. They never show it. They never show crowds. Hello, everybody. As far as the eye can see, thank you very much. They never want to show the crowds. No matter who they are, they just don't want to show them. I don't get that. But, uh, you know, they're meant to demean and hurt. And uh, they're very untruthful people. I've been going through this for years. You know, at first I thought their cameras were set up. They're very rigid. And then we had a bad incident. There was a fight in a certain quarter. Four years ago, big fight. So that was a bad thing. And those cameras turned around to get that fight like a pretzel. They are the most flexible pieces of steel I've ever seen in my life. I thought they couldn't do it. But for some reason, they don't want to cover the, the enthusiasm and the size of the crowd. But you know what? You hear the enthusiasm. It's like being at a great football game. Illinois against Ohio State. Illinois against Ohio State. You know? That's one thing. When you hear the crowds or when you hear that noise... Uh, You don't really have to see them, but they don't want to show them. They'd never show them. The duty of the next Republican president will be to reverse this egregious violation of our laws, find those illegal aliens that Joe Biden has allowed so horribly to infiltrate our country. It's an invasion. And send them straight back home or wherever to carry out the crucial mission of securing our border, We will also be hiring thousands and thousands more ICE agents and Border Patrol officers. (laughs) Under Republican leadership, we're going to give these heroes the funding, resources, and tools they need to stop the invasion of our country. It is truly an invasion. As we restore the rule of law to the immigration system, we must also restore law and order to our streets. Every day, the radical Democrats defund the police agenda. And you know, they have not stopped. It's just not stopping. They're trying to stop because now some of them, the smarter ones, are realizing that's not good politics. But it's not true, because what they're doing is they're going, they want to defund the police. They want to get rid of police forces in major cities. It would be devastation. And it's getting innocent and great Americans killed, right here in Illinois, Chicago, has turned into total bedlam. In March, a 12-year-old girl was riding in a car with her family to celebrate her birthday. They loved her so much when she was shot, immediately shot and killed in the, shot right in the head and killed by gunfire nearby. Nobody knew who did it, but a bullet hit her right in the head and she was gone. A few weeks before that, a 15-year-old boy was riding his bicycle when he was shot in the head twice by vicious murderers and killed. And last month, two people were killed and seven others wounded when a cold-blooded criminal started firing into a crowd at a McDonald's downtown. But crime has gone through the roof in Chicago and in certain parts of your state. Your governor's done a horrible, horrible job on crime. Already this year, there have been over... Listen to this. This is not even believable. Already this year, there have been over 24,000 violent crimes in Chicago alone. 24,000. Would that be possible? That's just a statistic that I got out of a book. And it's true all over the country. There's crime all over the country in Democrat-run cities. Here's an idea, instead of targeting Republicans, conservatives, Christians, and patriotic parents, the Biden administration should try going in and dismantling the Crips, the Bloods, MS-13. How about BLM, how about Antifa, and the other savage street gangs who are turning our communities into war zones? It's as if we lived in a third-world nation. This is not our country, what's happening. All Democrat-run cities. I mean, literally, you have hundreds of people a month being shot. And instead of taking guns away from law-abiding Americans, we should try taking them away from the gangs, the cartels, and the violent criminals, for a But we're very honored to be joined this evening by the family of fallen police officer Chris Oberheim, you know Chris. Everybody now knows Chris. Chris was a devoted police officer in Champaign, Illinois, who was horribly murdered in the line of duty just over one year ago. The entire Oberheim family, i met them backstage, and they're beautiful and great, loving, love you. But they're here tonight, including Amber, Hannah, Avery, Addison, Aubrey, Noah, and Mark, all here. I met all of them. We have lots of pictures. They're much better looking than me. That's the only problem. Although there is nothing we can do to fill the void that's in your hearts, please know that you have the love and support of countless millions and millions of Americans across our land, and we will always back the blue. Please, where are you? Where are you? Where is that great family? Thank you very much. He's looking down, and he's very proud right now. You know that, right? He's very, very proud. Thank you very much. Okay? Thank you. Thank you for being here, too. Beautiful family. It's time to stop going soft and gentle on the hardened criminal element in this country. We have gone so pathetically soft. When we find these vicious repeat offenders, We need to put them behind bars immediately and keep them behind bars for extended periods of time. And when they are murderers or cop killers, they need to receive the death penalty. They have to. With the Republican Congress, we will defend your safety and we will also defend your values. That begins with standing up for parents' rights. It's time to finally and completely smash the radical left's corrupt education cartel. It's a cartel. They want to teach all the wrong things. We're beyond the point of incremental reform. Our children are captives to unhinged Marxist educators. I don't know where the hell they come from, but they're all over the place and they're pushing inappropriate sexual, racial, and political material on our children. From the youngest possible age, the public school system has become an arm of the radical left, and we are not going to take it any longer. We're not going to. And I ended it all through executive order. And quickly, in our military, our military, what's happening, we have the greatest military. We wiped out, thank you very much, we wiped out the ISIS caliphate 100%. Our military did such an incredible job. We had a general named Kane, right? You know General Kane. General Kane was great. He wiped them out so fast. We have great military. We have great generals, not the television generals, the real generals that we have. At long last, and you know uh, General Kane's first name? Does anybody know? Raisin Cane. I said, let me ask you, what's your name? Raisin Cane, sir. He said, you gotta be kidding. I love you. I think I love you, General. At long last, every parent in America must be empowered to opt out of this indoctrination and send their child to the public-private charter religious or home school of their choice. In addition, we will get critical race theory out of our schools, out of our military, and out of every part of our federal, state, and local governments. And we will — this is very — they say it's politically incorrect, so let's say it anyway, okay? It's politically incorrect. See, I disagree with them. We will also keep men out of women's sports, is that okay? You know, tough, very unfair. You know the story of the swimmer. Does anyone, has anybody heard this? She was out, he goes, yes, but tell it again. But she was a championship swimmer and she was looking to break the record by one eighth of a second. If she could do that, it would be unbelievable. And she worked and worked and worked and she was great and she stood up there and she looked to the left, and she saw a lot of the young women that she's been competing with for 15 years. Then she looked to the right, and she saw them, too. But there was a person standing next to her, and he was a giant. He had a man's body, right? They call it now. That's what the term is, a man's body. They say a man's body is unfair. Think of it. But he had a wingspan, like 2,000 feet. And she goes, whoa, whoa. And uh, she did great. She didn't quite make the record, but she was badly injured because she got windburned from him going by her. He went by her so fast. The wind was blowing and she got windburned. No, he broke the record by 38 seconds. And the story, maybe even better, is the weightlifter. I don't know what the number was, like 218 pounds or something. And this young woman, very strong woman, stronger than most of the men in this audience. Now, these people, we would have no problem putting up against, right? They'd accept them gladly. But she broke the record. She wanted to break it. She was going to go for the world record. And she stood over that barbell, and they put an eighth of a pound right on one side and an eighth of a pound on the other side. And they started lifting. And she got up there, and she got it up to here, and it was going, and they were screaming. They were screaming. They're so proud of her. Uh, uh. Couldn't quite make it, but you'll make it the next time. And then a guy comes along. Named Jill. Now, a guy comes along. And he goes, looks down. Then I think for a little enjoyment, he went. And they said, have you lifted before? No, I just started, actually. This is so crazy, what's happening. It's demeaning to women. There's nothing politically incorrect about it. You know that the women that swim against... The women that swim against people that go in and that were men, are men, you can describe whatever you want to describe, but men's bodies, they don't want to complain. They're afraid to complain. That's the silence... That's what they've done to you. That's what the fake news media has done to you. That's why nobody ever talks about that, but I talk about it. And many, many records are being shattered all over the country and all over the world, actually. They're being shattered. They're being shattered at levels that no woman will ever catch. It's a very sad thing and very demeaning to women. Very, very bad for women. No teacher should ever be allowed to teach transgender to our children without without parental... Consent. Gotta have parental consent. When Republicans retake Congress, they also need to crack down hard on big pharma forgiving puberty blockers. Can you believe it? And other dangerous drugs to mutilate minor youth. Can you believe we're even talking about these of puberty? Who the hell? You know, when I started running in I really started in fifteen. You know, I was doing it for about uh, four months, and then I became president. I said, well, let's see. Let's figure this out. But We figured it out. We figured it out. We learned quickly. But can you imagine? You're talking about puberty blockers and all these things that, you know, who would believe this is a major topic? I mean, even you, when you, you know, you hear this and you give such a loud applause, bigger than tax cuts and bigger than things that normally would be uh, great signals of happiness. But uh, it's a very sad thing that's happening to our country, and I had it very well stopped. And then we had that election result, which was disgraceful, and uh, they now just instituted everything, and by the way, everything in spades. We will save our kids, and every federal bureaucrat who is complicit in this travesty needs to be fired immediately. Get out. We had them out. We got them out of the military fast. Another one of the highest priorities under a Republican Congress will be to crack down on left-wing censorship and to restore free speech. We don't have free speech in America. Go out and sign up now for Truth Social. Who's on Truth Social? It's doing good. It's great. It's hot. It's much better than Twitter, by the way. Much better. With the bots and the fake accounts. Twitter... Twitter's not doing so well. The radical left Democrat party is not a 50% party within our country. I don't believe it can be. They're against God, guns, oil, law enforcement, voter ID. They're against tax cuts and regulation cuts. They're against the Constitution. And they're against our founding fathers. Other than that, they're wonderful people. The way they win is to cheat in elections. That's why we must pass critical election integrity reform, including universal voter ID, yes. citizenship confirmation. Who would, can you believe we even have to say this? Yes. Sir, I'd like you to confirm that you're a citizen. They don't want you to do that, okay? Think of it, citizenship confirmation. Uh, are you a citizen? You're not allowed to ask that question. Can you believe what's happened to our country? No more fake drop boxes. I hope everybody saw 2,000 mules. I hope everybody saw it. And that's determinative. And there's no doubt about it, you know? They'd like to say, you know what they say? Oh, that's been uh, debunked. They don't know. They just say it. It's like a line. 2,000 mules. Oh, that's been debunked. I saw somebody being interviewed the other day. Said 2,000 mules. That's where they stuff ballot boxes at, by the hundreds of thousands of us. And there's crazy crackpot announcer who happens to be i believe on fox said oh that's been debunked and the guy goes oh it has oh i didn't know that how can it be debunked if you have them on tape and it's a government tape it's a government tape that's focused on the box you know they walk in like this and they're looking up at the ceiling not like your average voter your average voter, they, vote, they walk in and vote this guy's walking in looking up at the ceiling you know what he's looking for a thing called cameras any cameras around No private money pouring into local election offices and ultimately what we want is same day voting with only paper ballots. We are just five months away from the most important midterm election in American history. Mary Miller, remember that name? And we need a landslide so big that the radical left cannot rig it or cannot steal it. This is the year we're going to take back the House, we're going to take back the Senate, and we're going to take back America. And in 2024, most importantly, we are going to take back our magnificent White House. Thank you very much. But first, we have to secure a massive victory for Mary. And really, I tell you, somebody that's going to be so important, and Mary says this also, is your next governor. Darren, we got to win. We got to win. So on Tuesday, get your friends, get your family, and get the hell out and vote for Mary and vote for Darren. Vote for Mary and Darren. Together, we will fight for more jobs for American families. Fair trade for American workers and more American factories forging more products stamped with that beautiful phrase, I love that phrase, made in the USA. I love that phrase. You know, one of the many things we did, we terminated the worst trade deal ever made and we did a new trade deal with Mexico and Canada who were ripping us off big and the USMCA, it's called, and you know that. Everyone said it would be impossible to do. I got it done, and now they want to renegotiate it, just like they want to renegotiate the airplane, the Air Force One. You know about that. Boeing. I made a deal with Boeing. They wanted $5.7 billion for two planes. I said, that sounds like a lot of money. I said, I'm not going to sign it. They said, why? Why? Why are you doing this? I said, who approved it? Obama. Obama approved it. I say, well, if Obama approved it, I'm not signing it because we pay too much. And I said, no, I'm not signing it. I'm not signing it. I spoke to Dennis, who was the head of Boeing. This is before the tragedy of the two planes, where Boeing went from the greatest company in the world to a company that was troubled. But this was before, and Dennis called me. He said, sir, you have to sign. I said, I'm not signing. it has got to have a three on the front of it, not a five. And he said, I didn't know anything. I just said, it has to have a three. It was sort of instinctual. Do you know what I mean, right? I said, got to have a three on the front of it. He said, sir, I won't do that. We'll take off 400 million. I said, we just made 400 million for like a two minutes. I said, nope, got to have a three. He called up a month later. He said, sir, we have to make a deal. We've started work. We have to make a deal. I said, got to have a three on the front of it. He said, we'll bring it down to four and a half billion dollars. I said, nope, no good. Got to have a three. And then I thought the deal was dead. And a couple of months later, he called, and they said, the head of Boeing is calling. So I said, I wonder what the hell he wants. You know, by that, you're into so many other things like uh, the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. The no collusion Mueller report, isn't that nice? Hey, in all fairness to Mueller, he came out with no collusion. Took him two and a half years, but he came out with no collusion. The radical left went crazy. Remember that? Wasn't that exciting? There's no collusion. You know why? Because they were truthful. But he called up. I said, uh, you know, when you're in business, you make a deal, you want to make a deal, and if that deal doesn't, you sort of just shut it off. I said, what the hell does he want? I'll, pick, I'll take his course out of Boeing, right? Sir, we have to make a deal. I said, it's got to have a three on the front. He goes, we're willing to do it, sir. Three billion, nine ninety-nine, nine nine-nine, nine nine, and ninety-nine cents, right? One penny left. And we made a deal. Isn't that great? So now the big story is, you've been seeing it over the last two weeks, that Boeing is saying they're losing their shirt on the deal, that they're going to lose 600 or $700 million on the Air Force One project, and they would like to see if they could renegotiate a better deal with this administration. I don't think they should. You know, they made the deal. They knew what they were doing, right? They've been screwing us for a long time. Maybe it's time we had a shot at them, just one shot, right? So we'll see what happens, but... Uh, it's gotten a lot of publicity. They say they lose. So I was sort of proud of that. But we've made a lot of good deals. We saved billions of dollars on the F-35 fighter jet, where it was a mess. And before I took office, I saw it, and it was a mess. And we saved billions of dollars when I got involved. We will shut down Biden's border disaster, reinstate our strong Remain in Mexico policy. How about that? They don't want Remain in Mexico. Oh, let them remain here. Wasn't easy to get. Mexico agreed to it. You know, they would have never agreed, but I said, if you don't agree, we're going to put tariffs on your country 25% for everything you sell, including cars. You know, they took 32% of our car business over the last 25 years. That's a lot. I said, you're going to have to pay a 25% tariff. And they said, "Uh, we would love to have everyone stay in Mexico. It's amazing. For 25 years, they wouldn't even think about it. We will reimpose Title 42. You know what that is? Strengthen the patriots of ICE and Border Patrol. We will give them back their respect and dignity. We will, again, end catch and release. We will end chain migration, which is a disaster. We will end the visa lottery. These are all terms that some of you aren't familiar with. They're bad. And we will clamp down on illegal immigration, just like we did less than two years ago when we were setting records at the border. We set every record. We will stop the crime wave in Democrat-run cities. We will give our police the power they need and the respect they deserve and let them do their job the only way they know how to do. And we will not take legal protection away from them. You know, the new thing is first to fund the police, but now if a policeman gets into a jam where they're saying bad things about a policeman, could be guilty, could be not, but... They want him to go out and hire his own lawyer, and we don't want to protect him at all. Can you believe this? I don't think you'd get too many people wanting to become policemen. We will restore law and order in America. We will hold China accountable for unleashing the virus upon the world. We will protect innocent life. We will defend our Constitution. We will defend the Second Amendment, and we're doing a good job of that. And we will proudly uphold the Judeo-Christian values and principles of our nation's founding. We will restore patriotic education to our schools, and we will teach our children to love their country, honor our history, and to always respect our great American flag. Thank you. Thank you very much. In conclusion, our MAGA movement, it's the greatest movement in the history of our country, and they never even talk about it, you know? If it wasn't, they would be on me all day. They've never said it. It's the greatest in the history of our country. There's never been anything like it. These are patriots that love our country. Together, we're standing up against some of the most menacing forces, entrenched interests, and vicious opponents our people have ever seen. Despite great outside dangers, and we do have great outside dangers, our biggest threat remains the sick, sinister, and evil people from within our own country. But no matter how big or powerful these corrupt radicals may be, you must never forget this nation does not belong to them. This nation belongs to you. This is your home. This is your heritage. And our American liberty is your God-given right. And thank you to the Supreme Court. From Chicago to Springfield, from Elmhurst to Evanston, and from Aurora to Rockford, to right here in Mendon. Hey, Mendon, you set a record today with, like, by far the biggest crowd they've ever had. This great state has always been the majestic monument to American spirit and strength. Illinois was forged by farmers and frontiersmen, workers, inventors and engineers and a roll call of American legends like Ray Kroc. I don't know about Ray. I'm probably 20 pounds heavier because of him. McDonald's. Ronald Reagan, Charlton Heston, and of course, the late great a man that not too many people know because they want to they want to silence him they don't want him to be known they want to take down his statues in washington he's a man named abraham lincoln can you believe this and remember i said three years ago i said lincoln and washington will be next and they all said oh that's never gonna happen it's never gonna happen with me i can tell you that we in fact signed a executive order that anybody that touches statues, monuments of any kind gets automatically ten years in jail. It's incredible how quickly that stopped. Remember that was a that was a new fad. Let's rip down all the statues and monuments. We stopped it immediately. These Illinois heroes poured our incredible. They just went out and they poured their heart and soul to make America into the greatest nation. In the history of the world, they worked to make America the greatest nation in the history of the world. But it is no longer a great nation. It is a nation in decline. hate to say this to you. A nation that has the highest inflation in over 40 years and likewise has the highest energy costs In its history, we have never had anything like what's happened with energy and energy costs. It is no longer energy-independent or energy-dominant like it was just two years ago. It's a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. It's a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving dead soldiers, American citizens, and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment, in the world behind. It's a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and it will only get worse. It would never have happened with me, and it didn't happen with me. It's a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party, like never before. It's a nation that no longer has a free press or a fair press. Fake news is all you get and they are the enemy of the people. It's a nation where free speech is no longer allowed, where crime is rampant, where the economy is collapsing, where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. It's a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon. Would never have happened. And China to use the trillions of dollars it has taken from us to build a military rival. It will be just a disaster for the world, and perhaps most importantly a nation that over the past two years is no longer respected or listened to around the world. It is a nation that in many ways has become a joke, and it's a nation that is hostile to our liberty, our freedom, and our faith. It is a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked in the lowest quadrant of 45 countries and yet spends more money per student than any other country by three times. But we are not going to let this continue. Two years ago, we had the greatest nation in the world, like never before. We've never had greatness like that. It was hardworking patriots like you that did all of this. You built our country. And I'll tell you, so that you can continue to build our country, I'm going to get you out of this lightning, okay? I'm going to get you out of this lightning. I just want to say, I love you. Have a good time. Go home. Get out of that lightning. We will make America great again. Remember that. We will make America great again. Thank you. We love you. God bless you. Congratulations. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, Illinois.
0: Thank you.